0: This video is brought to you by blessed be god boutique maker of catholic fashionable apparel handmade accessories and more we are in one of those strange times in the church where that unfortunate topic of well that pastor jimmy martin of the jesuit church is just so focused on that his name has sort of become synonymous with it and it's well dominating the news headlines and the new cycle in the church to be fair, it's dominating the news cycle and the headlines outside the church as well, but honestly, we don't really expect much better of the sect the world, now, do we? The German bishops have been focused on making that topic something that the church approves of overtly, that the church declares that it finds beauty in and offers sacramental affirmation of. That is the aim of the German bishops, one among many anyway. Now we have word that one of the leaders of that same movement in the church in America is bragging about the support they've received from Francis in writing and it goes to show that the idea that Francis is going to surprise everyone with a faith-affirming declaration that defends Catholic teaching on this tough and complicated issue is probably a misplaced hope held by many who really want this strange moral nightmare to finally come to an end. Today I have for you the story of Sister Jeanine Gramic and her celebration that francis is supporting the work of new ways ministry an organization so wicked that the u.s bishops tried and failed to suppress them let's check the story out if you're not familiar with who sister janine Grammick is she is a nun who has been doing the work that we associate with pastor jimmy martin of the jesuit church as she's been doing it for many decades his book has the title building a bridge and if Pastor Jimmy is building a bridge to those practicing sins that cry out to heaven, then Sister Jeanine Gramic was one of the architects of that bridge-building campaign, and one of the people most responsible for Pastor Jimmy having the platform that he has now. He's spoken at her events numerous times over the decades. She's introduced herself in a memoir-esque article she wrote for the Heterodox National Catholic Reporter, in which she described her life's work in this way, quote, Gramick wrote a column in the National Catholic Reporter as part of the Soul Seeing for Lent series, picking up the theme of being with Jesus in the wilderness. More specifically, the co-founder of New Ways Ministry explains about her own desert time, initiated by God and expedited by the institutional church. She writes, God called me into an uncharted wilderness in 1971 when I was asked to accompany men and women of the James Martin variety, in their quest to find a spiritual home in their own church, the Catholic Church. This was unknown and, at that time, dangerous, parched territory. This ministry, supported by her religious community leaders, but opposed by some men in the Vatican, led to Grammick being ordered by church officials not to do ministry with the Jimmy Martin crowd. Of this experience, she writes, I became a persona non grata in church circles, This exclusion was extremely painful because I loved my church and wanted to be respected and valued in it. When I had taught mathematics at a Catholic college for women, I had enjoyed prestige in the academy. Now I was an ecclesiastical outcast, one who was shunned because of notoriety. In this new wasteland, I came to know myself more deeply. I now realize that I am often tempted to possess the power and the glory of wanting the good opinion of others. In my convent formation, we called this the temptation of human respect the longing to be respected by other human beings. I desired to be a force for good and to make a difference in people's lives, but I wanted all this while also being loved, respected, and understood. But this power and glory is not to be found in the desert. Grammock calls this time in the desert the longest Lent of my life, but moves quickly to explain how it has ended in Easter, whether it comes in 40 days or 40 or more years. End quote. By her own admission, she is on a mission from God, to get the church to abandon the law of God. I mean, that makes sense if you're a modernist, I guess. And she is one of the trailblazing modernists in America. So that having been said, headline from New Way's Ministries website. Sister Janine Gramic, letters from Pope Francis are all like soothing hand of a friend. Yeah, that's reassuring. But maybe, just maybe, she's not going to tell us that Francis loves the work that she and Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church are doing, trying to make the church accept sins that inerrant sacred scripture reminds us, crowd to heaven for vengeance, right? Dare we hope, <laughs> from the article, quote, The Easter in this case is Pope Francis's supportive letters to her and to New Way's ministry. In the correspondence, the Pope refers to Gramic as a, quote, valiant woman who makes her decisions in prayer, and told her that her ministry reminds him of, quote, the style of God. Francis thanked New Ways Ministry for its, quote, neighborly work. Of all this, Grammick writes in the National Catholic Register reporter, quote, I have experienced a ministerial and personal resurrection in my church because of Pope Francis's recent letters to me and New Ways Ministry. His letters are like the soothing hand of a friend who has reached out to heal my wounds and lead me out of a long and barren wasteland. Not surprisingly, I still need time in the desert to practice self-discipline to ponder the meaning of suffering, to fast, and to strengthen my resolve for difficulties in the future. The National Catholic Reporter essay ends with a personal sharing about how Gramic is moving into a new period of life where she is, quote, running out of steam due to age, despite there being, quote, so much more that must be done for the Jimmy Martin crowd. She concludes, quote, as I am slowing down, I think a lot about the nuns who taught me in grade school and high school, I am so grateful to them, not only for the Lenten practices they taught me, but also for the solid spiritual foundation they gave me. At the New Ways Ministry office, we often speak fondly about the nuns of yesteryear, whose teachings about discipline and responsibility sometimes seem old-fashioned. We just smile and say, sometimes the old ways are better. And yes, sometimes the old ways are new ways, quote. Just a reminder that all the pious practices that you could possibly engage in will do the soul that has embraced heresy little good since heresy is a sin and one that separates the soul of the heretic from the church. She knows the church rejects what she is peddling, and it doesn't matter to her. But did you notice something? She is signaling to anyone who will read this article that Francis agrees with New Ways Ministry and its work. If she is to be believed, and I have no doubt that she has been telling the truth this whole time, Francis has called her work neighborly. Yes, it's neighborly to confirm people in their sin and obstinacy. It's neighborly to reject the law of God that is imprinted on the hearts of all human beings. If you're waiting for Francis to correct the German bishops for their very same errors that they're promoting, you should probably stop waiting. It's either not going to happen at all or he's going to take an action that makes him look like a moderate by comparison to the Heresiarchs in Germany but either way, he signaled multiple times that he agrees with what they're doing. The error here is really twofold. First, Sister Grammick, Francis, and the German bishops are rejecting the truth of the gospel for the lies peddled by the world at large. This is a point that is expressly and forcefully made by the 74, at the time of this recording, signatory bishops who wrote a, and published a fraternal correction that I brought to you late last week. Here's what they had to say on that uh, point. Quote, while they display a patina of religious ideas and vocabulary, the German synodal path documents seem largely inspired not by scripture and tradition, which for the Second Vatican Council are a, quote, single sacred deposit of the word of God, but by sociological analysis and contemporary political, including fleshly ideologies. They look at the church and her mission through the lens of the world rather than through the lens of the truths revealed in scripture and the church's authoritative tradition, end quote. In other words, Sister Gramick and the German bishops peddle a false gospel, one that looks to the world for the values that should be promoted by the church. And in the saddest expression of this, Francis has endorsed them, both for the Germans and now with New Ways Ministry. And the second point made by the bishops, who are correcting the errors of the German episcopate that apply here, is that the German bishops and Sister Gramick are severely distorting Christian notions of freedom. Quote, Synodal path content also seems to reinterpret and thus diminish the meaning of Christian freedom. For the Christian, freedom is the knowledge, the willingness, and the unhampered ability to do what is right. Freedom is not, quote, autonomy. Authentic freedom, as the church teaches, is tethered to truth in order to goodness and ultimately beatitude. Conscience does not create truth, nor is conscience a matter of personal preference or self-assertion a properly formed Christian conscience remains subject to the truth about human nature and the norms of righteous living revealed by God and taught by Christ's church. Jesus is the truth who sets us free, end quote. What Sister Gramic, the German bishops, and the rest are doing is twisting the consciences of those who have this cross to carry by telling them that the church will embrace their sins and allow them to live in those sins and to affirm those sins. It's evil, especially considering that she now has papal approval for the heirs she is promoting. But here's the thing, folks. This movement is much bigger than Pastor Jimmy Martin, Sister Jeanine Gramick, a few bishops in Germany, or this topic even itself. This is even bigger than trying to get the church to accept the morality of the world in a broad way. The bigger issue is this, as expressed by this German bishop, when they speak, believe them. Headline from Il Messaggiato: Female priesthood in the Catholic Church, it's only a matter of time, says the Bishop of Mainz. That's the end game, opening up the priesthood and, by extension, the offices of bishop and, yes, pope, to everyone the world says the church should be ordaining. You and I know that it is a metaphysical impossibility to do so, but the modernists don't actually believe in the faith, so they feel free to push for all manner of changes to the faith. Here's what the bishop had to say in that article. Quote, While in Rome, the theme of female priestly ordination remains a taboo theme, a harbinger of stiffening and barricades. In Germany, another bishop crossed the Rubicon and admitted that he agreed to women priests. The Bishop of Mainz, Monsignor Peter Kolgraf, 55, expressed himself favorably doing an interview with the German Catholic news agency KNA. In his opinion, it is a question of waiting and being patient, and sooner or later we will get there. He added that it will probably not be an immediate turning point, not so much so that he certainly imagines a long time frame, and perhaps he will no longer be Bishop of Mainz. However, he says that he is certain of the goodness of this reform. Sometimes church trials go faster than some people might imagine. In the church, one must not say never. If there are good reasons, and they exist for, ord- for ordaining women, then this topic cannot be wiped off the table. End quote. That and the Jimmy Martian issue are at the center of the German Synod away. In the coming months, the Germans will finish their diabolical work and submit it to Rome. I fully expect Francis to overtly reject their proposal, and instead he will make a radical change in their direction that appears to be a moderate alternative. That is his way, and I've seen no signs that he won't continue to do what he has done in the past with the Morse Letitia. But that is the end game, moving in the direction of the German bishops and their bizarro world goals. This group of modernists have been pushing for years for this stuff, going back at least to Cardinal Marx in the 1980s where he started with a lot of this by pushing for what would later get formalized in Amoris Laetitia. He is the man who pushed the hardest for the church to defy our Lord and accept the breaking of the permanency of the nuptial sacrament. And he was successful in seeing that issue through to the publication of Amoris Laetitia, a document that Pastor Jimmy Martin and his allies cite as inspiration for their own work. They say so explicitly and when they talk, believe them. It's coming folks, whether we like it or not. So what did you think of this story? Is Pastor Jimmy Martin going to see victory for his weird pet issue? Or is orthodoxy going to prevail in the church and his and sister Grammick's errors will end up being repudiated instead of embraced, at least anytime soon, this side of the coming inevitable chastisement? Let me know what you thought of this in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.